everyone. This is Coach Mark Nolan, and welcome back for another episode of Don't Outkick Your Coverage podcast and our company, thekickerzone.com. Today's podcast is entitled Just Say No, and that's K-N-O-W, which I'll get to in a few seconds. But before we begin, please, everyone, if you could share, comment, and then like this podcast on all our Don't Outkick Your Coverage podcasts, we will greatly appreciate it. Also, for our December schedule, we have three awesome guests coming up. First is Tyler Newsom, who I worked with in high school and then went on to play at Notre Dame for four years as a starting punter and was the captain his senior year. Secondly, a person I greatly respect, Ms. Emma O'Donnell, from across the pond, who will be discussing her new book, Understanding Teen Stress and Anxiety, A Parent's Guide to Building Love and Connection, and her 7Q Fast Track Formula. And then wrapping up with Coach Joe Pratt, an experienced track and field coach who's had many successes over his past seasons as CEO of Rock Slingers Track in the Atlanta area, and his perspective on the high school to college athlete transitions that has to take place. Now, for those new listeners here, don't not kick your coverage, we are the only podcast dedicated to the high school athlete and their parents who may not have a full understanding of the issues facing them today with the recent NCAA changes and my background of having trained thousands of high school athletes and yes, their parents the past 48 years in the college athletic scholarship hunt. With this being the beginning of December, I've been hard at work launching our new series and our upcoming webinar we've been working on for the past 60 days. So stay tuned for updates. We've also released our new nutritional and two-week training guides with my old friend, Al Vaughn, who is the now only nine-time Mr. Universe champion. Congratulations again, Al. These guides, in my humble opinion, are awesome. If you want to know more about them, just ping me at mnolan at thekickerzone.com or simply by calling me at 678 678- 200-7540. And yes, we have a special offer for our listeners. Also, as we approach the holiday season, and yes, early signing day, for many of the high school athletes, I hope each listener will help out with your favorite charities. And I'm sure any help will be greatly appreciated during this time of the year. Now let's kick off today's Just Say No, K-N-O-W, And my focus comes from the many of the posts I read on social media. And yes, even with some of the new students and the clients I get, I'm working with on my one-on-one North Star Consulting services. Most high school parents of high school athletes and even the high school students really don't have a deep understanding of, of that's not what college recruiting process is. But the schools they're looking at to get in and what is needed to get in from either SAT or ACT scores, or to know how to interact with college coaches. And no, I don't mean a short DM with, what's up, coach? And then think that a two-second DM is going to help them secure a college spot. Especially uh, post-COVID and the six-year eligibility, the transfer portal, and other issues facing them, as they try and maneuver this unclear and yes, muddy waters. 
To give my version of Just Say No, again, K-N-O-W, compared to the ad campaign from a group of advertising executives named uh, Robert Cox and David Cantor in the early 80s, who first started to use the phrase, Just Say No and O, when former First Lady Nancy Reagan was visiting a local school up in the New York City area, speaking to youngsters about the use of illegal drugs, and offering different ways of just saying no to drugs. In my just say no version, K-N-O-W, I want to speak to parents and high school athletes on the just say no as it relates to the drug of social media, which seems to be driving many a recruit to just put a bunch of highlight reels and then sit back and wait on Coach Joe and Jane Blow from Big U to reach out and saying, what's that, my dog? And of course, the more slang, the better, right? Parents, I would like to start with you. Here are some things I would encourage you to just say no to. Do you even know the names or even types of colleges your athlete child is interested in? And more importantly, why? News tip for you, just because you want them to wear the school colors when you or your great-great-grandpappy was in school, many times does not work out. And trust me, even as much as I thought our son wanted to go to the University of Notre Dame where I went, he had no desire. But then again, early on in his junior year of high school, he, he told both my wife and I what he wanted to study and where he wanted to go for football. Granted, this is not to say that every kid should know where they want to go and why they want to go there. But we do help them when we engage our clients in the high school or college discussions. Do you know if even your son or daughter wants to compete at the next level? Or are they just grateful to be on the high school team and enjoying the opportunities each week to practice and play? Do you know the level of sacrifice they're going to have to commit to at college if they want to play? For instance, an average college football player who is in that sport is playing and practicing between 40 and 45 hours a week, even though the NCAA has a 20-hour rule, which is really a joke since they have so many loopholes in it. And of course, designed to be weighted heavy on the college's side. All men's sports, such as baseball, run about 42 hours, men's basketball around 39 hours, and all other men's sports are around 32 hours a week. On the women's side, basketball is about 38 hours, and for all women's sports, it's about 33 hours a week. Now, include all those great NIL deals where athletes are going to car dealerships and restaurants and getting meals, and of course, sponsored by the lawyers and brand managers, and all those clicks these athletes must be able to stay on top of, which causes more problems from both the mental and physical side. Why do parents need to know this? Well, if you are a parent who didn't play college ball and all that it takes to play at the next level, you really can't appreciate what they're going to go through. Just like they can't appreciate what it is like to be a parent with responsibilities to keep a roof for them and meals in their stomach and all those private lessons and camps and those $500 baseball and softball bats that promise little Johnny and Janie will be the 
all whatever. But for some reason, you're still only hitting 250 on the 12U brawlers. Uh, no doubt. You got the wrong bat, I guess, right? So go get another 500 bucks. It's almost Christmas time. Look, just say no to visiting schools that you and your child may not even be able to get into. Look, if your high school athlete really loves, say, a service academy type of setting, and they can't get past a 16 or a 17 on the ACT or break a 1,000 on the SAT, chances are heavily against them getting in. And yes, even at a services academy prep school environment, unless, of course, you might have a sibling who made it through and know the coaching staff. I can't tell you how many kids I've seen spend a long weekend at Big U camping and touring the campus when instead maybe they should have spent the weekend taking an ACT or SAT prep exam and finding out in advance what is the score you are looking to get into need for that school. Example, one of the families of the soccer guys I worked with a couple of years ago, whose dad was an All-American at St. Louis University, had an older sister who was an awesome soccer player and had several college opportunities, but could not get past a 16 on the ACT, no matter how many times she took it. Heck, my wife even said she would help her out. But on the one weekend, my wife was going to help her with her math section. This soccer player and her parents decided to go guest play and travel down to Florida at their own expense to play in a tournament. Well, of course, sadly, she did okay at the tournament, but not great. So she not only lost a bit in the soccer worldview of the coaches who were there, but also from the standpoint that she and her parents thought that this was not such a big deal, that surely a 16 is close enough to the 20 that was needed. Well, she never played in college and even tried to go to Europe to play. And that was even more expensive in the long run. Just say no to the hundreds of requests at the last minute from Coach Dingleberry, who just can't wait to see you at their upcoming camp. And even though for the past three or four years of your high school career, Coach Dingleberry has never reached back, reached back out to you or even liked any of your huddle films. No doubt, I'm sure he was just busy with others, right? Just say no to the I chart. And that's the EYE chart of coaches and their current rosters on their team and the sport you are playing. For instance, when Paul Johnson was the head coach at Georgia Southern, then at Navy and finally at Georgia Tech, he would tell all of the special teams coaches to not send him any specialists who are not at least 5'11 and growing. He knew what he wanted and was based on his 20 plus years of experience and his own eye chart experience. To further point this out, I had a great kid I worked with as a kicker and a punter in the high schools a couple years ago when Coach Johnson was at Georgia Tech. The kids graded your tops, and his scores certainly would get him in, but he was 5'8 at best. The kicker and his dad went to the Georgia Tech camp, and afterwards they called me, and the son told me he was offered a PWO. I was like, great. I was ecstatic for this young man. And when I asked him who offered, he said, yeah, it was one of the GAs. Well, of course, that's not the role of the GA. They can't offer you anything. But did I tell this young man who was so stoked about this? No. I just congratulated him and said, hey, man, just keep on climbing. Of course, he never did get a PWO. 
since he never posted it on social media, and then decided to walk on just down the street at Georgia State. He made the roster and actually punted in two games his senior year. And I worked with him throughout his college career. So just say no when and if you are one of those 1.3% of high school athletes who sign a national letter of intent. You must know this piece of paper is known in the legal profession as a contract of adhesion, meaning it is a one-way legal contract that has been drafted by one party, the college and all of its benefits, but not the other. So basically this means the party signing this national letter of intent, the high school student has no chance to bargain about anything in the agreement. Now, while this of course is a great day for the high school athlete and their parents and aunts and uncles and grandma and grandpa, the family dogs and anyone else who can fit in the signing table, it is a one-sided contract and all in favor of the colleges. Just say no, please, when you are visiting a college, whether it be an unofficial or official visit, all eyes and ears are on you. Make sure if it's an official visit and you are staying with college athletes, don't do something as stupid as underage drinking, especially at a frat or sorority house where iPhones are more prevalent than at a Taylor Swift concert. Folks, they are not your friends. And they can't wait to show you on campus with a beer in your hands playing Pong. And yes, for those parents, please try and stay sober as you can when your child is visiting a school because you might have to meet the coaches. I had one young man a few years back take an unofficial visit to the school his dad had graduated from and sadly got way too drunk with some of his college buddies. And when it came time for the traditional hot dogs and burgers for his, for his kid and his parents, the dad was too wasted. The next day, the special teams coach I've known for almost 20 years, let me know what happened and we're not moving forward with this young man. Just say no. In this age of everyone thinking their child is D1 material from their prowess on the U6 travel T-ball team up through high school, the reality is they just may not be. Knowing the data behind each of the schools you are speaking to, both academically and athletically, is extremely important. It would be prudent of you, and early on, as I said countless times, to know the data. It is easy to get to. And for those who need your help, just call me and I'll see what I can do to help you out with this. Just say no. What every parent and prospective student athlete, or what we call a PSA, needs to know is that not every college, D1, D1AA, D2, or even D3, or JUCO coach started out as a D1 player or even a D1 coach. When you are being recruited and whatever level, you will need to know where these coaches came from and their backgrounds. And especially in these times when coaching changes that in the past used to be rare are now the norm. So if you blew off that college coach or what youngsters call ghosting these days, realize that this can go both ways. Know that they can all of a sudden show up at a new school that you really wanted to get into 
and you now are all excited. Well, guess what? They'll move away from you faster than the college football committee can change their minds from one day to another. Now, for those of you here who follow me on social media, you know I am not a huge fan of the NCAA. And one of the critical things you need to know about them is that the C stands for college and not your high school son or daughter's athletics abilities or even being a student athlete. They are an overbloated $18 billion a year nonprofit who has not done one thing for the high school athlete. And as a matter of fact, has hurt high school athletes. Case in point, when I was in high school, and no, Abe Lincoln was not the president of the United States back then. Football scholarships were at 105 level each team. Then in 1978, because of Title IX, moved it down to 95. And then again in 1992, moved them down to the current 85 headcount scholarships in FBS and 63 in FCS. Want more proof? Check out that national letter of intent and it's one-sided contract, which again is all in favor of the college and not the high school student athlete. And lastly, just say no to realizing that at some point in time, your child in high school will need to start doing more and more of their own social media than you are owning right now. I would ask that all of you take on this issue in having to help them have the best plan possible forward. I can't tell you how many folks come to North Star Consulting Services who think that recruiting companies charging you thousands of dollars to just get a database of college coaches in their sport sent to your home computer and say, here you go, D1 or a bust. It doesn't work like that. You want to know what happens to those thousands of recruits who also are sending these information packages to these coaches via email? Yep. They usually end up in the spam folder or the coaches don't get back with them. And finally, yes, while I understand many might be busy with school and et cetera, realize one thing on the social media recruiting cycle. The old days of receiving college letters in the mail at your high school from prospective old fart college coaches have been replaced by AI sales bot letters signed by Coach Dingleberry who really is a 22-year-old GA and who knows how students communicate and how a 17-year-old communicates. Or, as I said, a bot who's been programmed what to say and what to respond to. One tip for you parents, 17-year-olds on social media don't use semicolons and many times they'll misspell a word. So finally, in closing, once again, I can't thank you enough for all you people who are listening to, to our Donut Kick Your Coverage. And please do me a favor and share this podcast with just one of your friends and give us those five-star liked ratings on the platforms you're listening to. Once again, this is Coach Mark Nolan and have an awesome day. Take care.